Hi everyone and welcome back to Lunar Wisdom. I hope you're finding the time and ability to do things you enjoy during this chaotic time as best as you can. I don't know about you, but I've heard from a lot of close friends that the recent new moon a couple of days ago has really been an intense and emotional time for them, and I can definitely say that for myself as well. So hopefully you're finding ways to ground yourself and take time for you. So I had a request to do an episode on moon signs, which seems to be less common knowledge than sun signs. Whether you follow astrology or not, you likely know what your sun sign is. Maybe you feel connected to your sign and feel that it really reflects your personality. Or maybe you're like me and you only relate to half of the common traits of your sign. For instance, my sun sign is Leo. And those of you who know me can attest to the fact that I'm a typical Leo in the way that I'm a leader. I'm confident in my abilities most of the time. I'm a loyal friend and I enjoy being social. However, there are aspects of the typical Leo characteristics that I don't identify with or feel really connected with, including the fact that I'm not very fashionable. I don't care about following fashion trends. And I also hate to be the center of attention. One of the reasons why we may not feel entirely connected to our sun sign has to do with our moon sign. Our sun sign is our basic personality or our fundamental qualities, whereas our moon sign represents more of our emotional personality or our inner selves. Your moon sign shows how you project yourself to the general public, how your instinctive mind operates, and how you express your feelings. For instance, My moon sign is in Virgo, and that would typically mean I am more modest, analytical, dedicated, stable, and service-minded. Now, don't mistake the sun sign descriptions for your moon sign personalities because they're different. Also, the way that you embody your sun sign depends on many factors of your chart, but your moon sign definitely has a big part to play. If my moon sign was was also in Leo, I likely would enjoy the spotlight a lot more. However, my moon in Virgo really counteracts that. Along the same lines, if you have a lot of one sign throughout your chart, or you have a lot of one element in your chart, then that will play a role as well. Luckily for me, the earth sign in Virgo really helps to stabilize the fire sun sign in Leo. If you want to find out what your moon sign is, there's many resources online and books that you can get, but you'll need to know the exact time and place of your birth. This is important because the moon makes its way through all 12 zodiac signs within 28 days, so it moves rather quickly. A site that I've used is cafeastrology.com, and it will give you a full readout of your chart, including your rising, your descending, all of that. Of course, if you're new to astrology, you won't understand what most of it means, but that's okay. I've also been following Soulshine Astrology on Instagram and listening to her podcast periodically. In fact, at the end of December, her podcast looked at the planetary movement for 2020 and predicted many big changes, especially related to the whole COVID issue. 
I highly recommend listening to her podcast if you're interested in learning more about astrology in more detail because that's her main focus and she's very she's very detailed with her podcast and her explanations and often has a lot of um, question and answer sessions as well. I find astrology really helpful and it continues to surprise me the more that I learn. When you think about it scientifically, we're all made up of energy. And all matter that exists in the universe is made up of energy. Everything gives off different frequencies, some that we can see, like color, and others that we can't, like radio waves or ultraviolet light. So whether we like to admit it or not, our bodies and minds are impacted by this energy and these frequencies. The way that the planets align impact us on a daily basis, but they also mean something when we are born. Even looking at moon phases, which is something that I really pay attention to, the same thing is true. The moon controls the tides and everything to do with water, and humans are made of 75% water. So it makes sense that the moon will impact us. Women especially are impacted by the moon with things like the menstrual cycle and childbirth. That's why maternity wards are so busy during full moons. But the planets, the moon, the sun... They all affect us every day, and when we start to pay attention, we can take advantage of these things. Like when I notice that I'm much more focused and energized during the first quarter moon, I realize that this moon phase is meant for focus, creation, planning, moving towards goals, and taking action steps. It makes sense that I feel the way that I do at that time of the moon phase. And now I look at waves of building off of these patterns that I've observed. So everyone is different, and there are many other planets and environmental factors, and of course life experiences that impact us one way or another. But if you take the time to observe the way that you behave, your body behaves, your mind behaves during the different phases of the moon, for instance, you can really start to pay attention to these patterns and work with them. Our birth charts can reveal a lot about us. It can help explain why we are sensitive to certain things and not others. For instance, if your sun sign is Virgo or Gemini, you are likely to be much more affected during Mercury retrograde because that's your ruling planet. Understanding your birth chart can help you unpack why you might feel something seemingly out of the blue for no reason. Oftentimes, there is a reason, we just aren't in tune to what it is. In keeping with the topic of moon signs, I just wanted to give an overview of the different moon phases and how best to harness each phase to correspond with what you want in life or how you're feeling or the best ways to move through them. And I'll start with the new moon, which is representing a clean, fresh slate, new beginnings, planting seeds, setting intentions, and resting. It's a great time to reboot yourself and your energy, spend time alone, unplug from social media, from friends, pay attention to your feelings. You'll probably feel naturally a little bit less social and wanting to turn inward during this dark time of the moon. So don't feel bad about canceling plans or not hanging out with people and just resting at home while you think, rest, clear your mind, and set intentions for the next phase. The next phase is the waxing crescent, which is full of fresh energy and creation and planning. It's a great time to focus on details. This phase of the moon represents intentions and hopes and wishes. So after you've had time to recharge with a new moon, 
and set your intentions, now is the time to actually plant the seeds and develop your plans. Lay the mental groundwork for your next project or whatever it is that you have set your mind to do. The next phase is the first quarter moon. Now this is a great time to gain momentum and take action and make decisions based on the intentions you set during the new moon. But it's also a time when you're going to come across challenges for the first time regarding those intentions. But the best way to handle this moon phase is to be flexible. Keep your intentions in mind and focus on them while you make decisions that will ultimately bring about the outcome for the intentions that you set. The next phase is waxing gibbous. This represents a stronger mind and body. It talks about patience, nurturing your life, and editing and refining things that you recognize are not working for you. So this is about adjustment and realizing that things don't always work out the way we plan them to. So it helps you to reevaluate, change direction, or maybe decide that certain plans you made are not best for you. Sometimes you do need to make sacrifices or change course, and that's what this moon is talking about, making sure that you have that permission to change course, edit and refine, and being patient with yourself during that time. The next phase is when we reach the full moon, which really is about charge, reaching peak energy, blessings, joy and gratitude, celebration, blossoming, and also letting go of what no longer serves you. It's the moon phase that most people pay attention to or are aware of because it does have a lot of conflicting energy. And part of this is because at this point, the sun and the moon are in opposite zodiac signs, which brings heightened tensions as we try to balance extremes. And I think most people are aware of this energy and can really tell like, oh man, is it a full moon today? Just by being in public. So... Emotions can run high during this period, and it's important to try not to get overly emotional or attached to anything during this phase, but instead really focus on what brings you joy and letting go of the things that don't serve you anymore. Now, speaking about full moons, we do have a full moon coming up in less than two weeks on May 7th, and it's the flower moon. So, This is also the last supermoon of 2020. So this is when the moon is closer to the earth and you have a full moon at the same time, which allows you to be, to number one, see the moon better, um, but also get really great pictures if you have proper camera or, you know, the weather cooperates for you. It will be a really great time to focus on this particular full moon, which is the flower moon, to focus on the darkest corners of yourselves and how the light is shining there. It's a good time for shadow work, for self-reflection, and just looking at the things that we keep hidden. It's a, a great time to heal and look at ourselves in a new light, shed our outer skin, and look within. So those are the themes of this particular flower moon coming up on May 7th. Every full moon will have a different sort of theme or connection based on the time of year and whatever sign it is in, but that's particular to this one on May 7th. So after the full moon's energy, 
we come to a waning gibbous. This is a great time to release and receive, to give service and nurture others, to give thanks and also to harvest. The themes around this moon really have to do with gratitude, sharing, and enthusiasm. So it is similar to a full moon with the gratitude and giving thanks and also releasing, but receiving too and and charging. So you can see the benefits at this time if you've been putting in the work from the new moon to focus your attentions on those projects or things that feel your goals and your intentions. Now is the time that you'll be feeling full of love and wanting to give back to those around you. It's uh, one of those weeks that you may find yourself spending more money than usual, but most of the time it's out of a need to spoil those you love during this phase. Giving back is a really big theme of this moon. Now we come to the last quarter moon. It's a great time to reflect and take advice, to readjust, forgive, and to transition. This moon theme is also about letting go and releasing, but forgiveness is a really big theme associated that with the last quarter moon. As the moon is getting smaller in size, it's representing us being ready to let go of stuff. So you might have been hurt throughout the month or angered in many ways. And this moon will allow you to release anger and grudges that you're holding and purging yourself in order to reset the cycle for the upcoming new moon. It's a great time to cleanse, clean out your spaces and getting rid of things like emotional or physical clutter that you've had or been holding on to during the past month. And lastly, before the moon becomes a new moon again and we reset the cycle as we do every month, there's actually 13 full moons in a year, we reach the waning crescent. This is a really great time to cleanse spaces and yourself, to break habits, surrender, begin to rest and restore, and reflect and also this particular moon phase is a great time to trust your intuition so this is a great time to recuperate and bring yourself back to the new moon that is coming up you've gone through a whole moon cycle now and some things have worked in your favor and other things have not you've had to readjust reanalyze reconsider what you're focusing on and what your intentions are, what's working for you and what's not working for you. But now is a great time to just trust in the universe. Let things go and trust that it will work out in the best of your intentions. Just trust your intuition and trust yourself. So again, I'm going to end this episode with a card pull from the Moon Child tarot deck just to give us something to focus on for the next two weeks some kind of what do we have to look forward to what can we set our intentions on for the next two weeks and side note I just ordered the star child tarot deck yesterday but I won't get it till sometime in June I'm super excited about that 
Okay, so I'm done shuffling. Now I'm breaking the deck into three piles and doing a flip of the first card, which is the King of Swords. So this is actually a really great card to pull right now when we're in the waxing crescent phase of the moon, which is a time to set your intentions and make plans, more so thinking with your mind. This card represents reason and logic, and it talks about making decisions from your heart and strategy point of view rather than focusing only on emotion and being spontaneous. So it's a really rational place to be, a planning stage to be. But this card also represents intellect and decisions and approaching life in, in a sensible way. So this is a time right now in the next two weeks to really focus that way with our minds and be strategic. This card also represents scientific breakthroughs and developments in engineering. So here's hoping we might hear some positive news related to the pandemic and science breakthroughs in the next couple of weeks. I just want to thank you again for listening to Lunar Wisdom, tuning in, and for all your support and feedback over the past month or so. It's a beautiful day out here today, and I'm going to go outside and enjoy the sunshine because it's been not very much here lately, where I am in Ontario. So I'm going outside to enjoy this and do some grounding and just relax and set my intentions for the month forward. Thanks again, everyone, and I hope you have a great two weeks.